we can play the intro technically because they won. That was the stipulation. I believe that's a word uh, with that, but they did win. So we can do that. Yeah. Episode 79. Happy Illinois. Thanksgiving. Yes. You get, yeah, 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 definitely. Unless you're in Canada, but there could be. Uh, or some other country. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. That's another factor. We have, here. We have fan base all over, all over the world. So pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you know, Illinois did what they had to do, right? Yeah. They beat Mark Smith, who sucks. Mark Smith is so bad. So bad. They beat yeah, Bruce Wayne. Uh, I don't even know if we can be mad that he left anymore, right? I, are, are, are we mad that he left? I don't, there were just... boos raining down on him. At well, end. I think the way that he left and the way that he looks, when like like he he seemed like he was being like soft. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's he, why we're He mad. doesn't like being yelled at. What it sounds like. Yeah. Well, Bruce will probably get after him because Bruce was talking about in his post game about how I don't know why we're taking three, seven, or eight feet past the line. We should be right <laughs> on the line. He did. Their kid, their kid Plummer, who hit seven. I don't think we've ever let anybody hit seven threes on us, was right on the line every time. I think he said their their guy, like, didn't know his name. Hey, just put up 21. He said Kofi, though. That's it. He didn't name anybody else except for Kofi. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Alfonso Plummer breaks out this game. Um, easily the player of the game, right? I mean, yeah. you could probably give it to Coburn just because, you know, 23 points, 13 rebounds, pretty pretty solid stats. But I don't. I think if uh, Plummer doesn't go 7-9 to nine from 3, that Illinois doesn't win this game. I mean, because they really didn't have a whole lot of scoring other than him and Kofi. So... Uh, if he doesn't get hot, you wonder if Illinois loses by, you know, 10. So um, it's nice to see Plummer back in rhythm. Um, you know, Trent goes through these things where he's not making shots, which he did in Kansas City. Um, and it seemed like Plummer was on that same trajectory. Uh, afterwards, he said that he said, quote, I'm back. Um, he felt like he was back after he made the first one. Uh, his heat check three was a little uh, – I don't know, but you know, I guess when you're just making everything, you just chuck it up from anywhere. Yep. Um, but Underwood said that he had put up six to seven thousand shots during the last week of practice. So uh if that doesn't get you back, I guess nothing will. So I guess. Yeah. Um I Illinois I I put Illinois looked better. I mean, I don't think they looked fantastic by any means. Um, it was hard to look worse than they did in the game against Cincinnati. Uh, like I said, Kofi was amazing. Uh, eight to 10 from the field. Uh, he did go seven to 13 from free throw line, but he got to the free throw line. I think the game before he only got there four times. So, uh, they, they were calling fouls down low, which he didn't get any of those calls against Cincinnati. Um, but you know, Kofi did what he needed to do. The biggest thing. Uh, that Kofi did was look to pass the ball too. Um, we talked about this and that's what he was supposed to be working on. And I guess I get it. You know, Cincinnati was his first game back really. Um, so maybe he was just, he was wanting to dominate instead of working on what they had been working on. Um, he had a really nice uh, dish to uh, Grandison as he was cutting to the hole, uh, kicked one out for a three uh, to Plummer, I believe. Uh, so he he looked better um, doing what what Kofi needs to do. So 
Um, and in this game, he did hit the jumper in this game, right? Am I crazy? Yeah. Or was that against Cincinnati? I'm, I'm... He hit it in this game, yeah. Okay. All right. So he, so he hit a little fadeaway kind of jumper. So uh, he played 32 minutes. Uh, Payne played four. Uh, Bosman Verdon played four. So when he was out, those were the two guys. Uh, those two guys, uh, Payne, I, struggling? I don't know. Uh, I don't. I think not doing anything is more of the good term for it. <laughs> yeah, not doing anything. I, I don't know. He he went up for a dunk and got fouled. And made a free throw. Uh, had one rebound, no blocks. I, I don't know. I think that we're going to need more from him. Um, well, it's hard to be effective in four minutes of play. That's true. I agree. Um, so it, as long as Kofi can stay on. the court you know uh, when Kofi gets in foul trouble we'll see how that works out but uh I felt like Curbelo was was more in control um he seemed to slow the game down a little bit more than how he had been all year uh he had six points he made a three so you know f- is that his first one this year Second no he one. made he made one Second against one. Cincinnati I think yeah might be his third one so almost yeah. as many as he had last year already uh, he only had two turnovers, seven assists. Uh, there is some worry about um, his concussion is acting up or the the long-term effects of a concussion. So uh, 20 minutes, he came over when he came out and basically told Brad he didn't, couldn't play anymore, uh, put his head on his shoulder and talked about that. Brad said that, uh, you know, when a guy says no, we're not going to risk him, so – so there you go. So Curbelo, I don't know. It it seemed like it wasn't affecting him until this game, which kind of worries me. Uh, we'll see how things work out. But I talked about it on the the watch party. He's been cupping his neck, so I'm sure that's been trying to alleviate some of that pain or headaches or whatever he has going on. But uh, the biggest news out of this game, Trent Frazier went down. Uh He's still struggling with his shot, uh, but Trent goes through these phases where he does struggle. But 0-13 from three over two games, uh, hopefully he doesn't have to play in Kansas City anymore this year. And uh, But it seemed like he kind of t- took over the point in some instances, maybe alleviate Curbelo and you know the pressure that's been put on him to try to lead this team. Um, but uh, injury update on it, uh, Jeremy Warner posted, I believe, uh, yesterday around 4 o'clock. Uh, Underwood said that it's nothing of significance, um, that he's walking around on crutches, though, so that seems significant to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said it's not an ACL, so no surgery, no season-ending you know, injury. I don't know when he'll be back. I assume he won't play tomorrow. I don't think there's any reason for him to play tomorrow um, unless it's just, you know, overextension or whatever. I did see Plummer said yesterday that said, uh, Saul, y'all prayers about my boy Trent. He's okay. Nothing to worry about. He will be back. So um, thanks for the update. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's letting, letting everybody know. Um yeah, in I, him and Frazier apparently boys, uh, they dance together in TikToks. Kind of p- pisses off some of the Illini Nation. I don't know some old guy. I don't even think he's that old. 
was mad because they were doing it in their uniforms at the hotel before the game. And then Plummer goes seven to nine from three. So that guy can shut up and uh, yeah. smoke some weed or whatever. The same. Yeah, he, he could do that. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know why people pay attention to that stuff. <laughs> I don't know why, Matt. Like, the guy's like, oh, lost two games. Now you're dancing in the – like, they're 18 to 23-year-olds. Let them dance. It's not like they were doing it on the court during the game or something. <laughs> I think the only thing that we should be paying attention in that regard is uh, Coleman Hawkins tweeting about Michigan, I think. It's true. It's really what we should pay attention I know, to. I know you're mad about that. So, Well, it's just – it's like if they would have – if they would have lost to Tarleton State last night, <laughs> would, would Coleman Hawkins have tweeted about it? Yes. Yes, he should. Well, hopefully Illinois doesn't have any sort of scare with UTGRV or yeah. RGV. Damn it, UTRGV. <laughs> why is it? Why they got be? Why does it got to be so long? Right? Yeah. Well, they're worthless. So, whatever. <laughs> uh, Demonte made a three, his first of the year. Correct. Feels like it. It's got to be. Um, Maybe he did, I don't pass, know. he did pass up on some open looks. Um, Maybe he's a little scared. Um, he did start this game, so he got the start over uh, Grandison, which kind of surprised me. Uh, Grandison started the whole second half of the season last year, um, has started every game this year, and then you start Hawkins over Grandison for no apparent reason, right? I mean, they're except maybe Hawkins has a little bit of size, but um, maybe he handles the ball better. I know you hate when – he tries to run the point, but uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to start Hawkins there. But I guess Brad decided that Grandison was going to get punished for the loss. Um, DeMonte made a three against Jackson State. Okay, that doesn't count though, right? He shot 18% from the field in that game, made a three. <laughs> um, he did have seven rebounds, so uh, he's, he's second this game. He was first last game. DeMonte's doing DeMonte things. Uh, he played uh, 31 minutes in this game. So two, two for 11 on the season from three. So That's I think not, a few of those are forced. Yeah, there, there it, were a lot of forced ones. I think. A couple have been just misses. I'd say and, a handful have been forced. So uh, Hawkins, six points, three assists, four rebounds. What would you think of Hawkins? He was all right. He was fine. Made some shots. Okay. Made two threes, I think, right? So – he did two of five from three. So yeah, I know that you don't like him taking all those threes. If he's open, take it. I mean, yeah. What the hell? And yeah. and K State was giving them a ton of space. Yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, and Bruce was not happy about it. Um, Which is weird, considering that they're literally supposed to be built on defense. Right. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Like they're yeah. not an offensive team at all. And I and I said Illinois was going to bounce back, shoot forty three percent. They shot fifty two. So um, definitely. Shot the ball better, uh, you know. If they would have shot twenty eight percent, we're probably talking about another loss. So, uh, Hutcherson played twenty minutes. Um, he had one good take to the rim. Other than that, nothing overly crazy. I mean, he handled the ball okay. Uh, had one turnover. So, yeah, it seems like he's he's going to run the point when Curbelo and Frazier are out which they might both be out tomorrow. So Hutcherson may be a start tomorrow. Plummer should start as well. Who's going to handle the ball? Hawkins? Okay. If, 
if, if Curbelo and Frazier are out, who's who's running the point? Because it looked like it was going to be Hutcherson. Yeah, it would probably be him. Maybe he, maybe they'll have Plummer do it. I don't know. Yeah, um, Brad was really happy about his play. Um, he said that uh, he has been on uh, practice restrictions minutes for the last three weeks, um, and that he will be quote ripping the rim down soon. So look forward to that. I know you're a big Hutcherson guy. You've been just dying. If he plays him. well, I will be, you know, <laughs> I'll give him a little bit of something. But yeah, Jesus, that, he, I mean, might, he might put about... up 25 against UTGRVR. It's RGV. <laughs> um, Illinois 20 assists uh, on 25 baskets. So that's good. That's a good number. It's one you want. Um, they did, however, have how many turnovers? 17. Jesus Christ. 17 turnovers that led into 23 points for Kansas State. Uh, I I don't know anymore. Like, And, you know, Illinois is this defense team, defense team. Uh, they only forced four turnovers. So um, against, against K-State, you would think that they would have a few more. Um, I, Brad Underwood said afterwards that he thought their defense looked good. Uh, he said there was a little lull, but other than that, they look good. But you only force four turnovers, and then you cough it up 17 times. You're, you, they're going to struggle to win games if that's the numbers that keep happening. Closeouts aren't very good on defense. Yeah, um, uh, and a big part of that's Curbelo. Yeah. Uh, Curbelo looks lackluster on defense. Um, he d- he doesn't get a hand up. He doesn't get out to a guy. Um and you know, Brett or Bruce was mad because they were shooting so far back. But I mean, if a guy's not going to close out on you, I guess you know you'll take him. Uh, the the and I think a big part of it, Brad did talk about the pick and roll or you know their defense against it. And it seems like Curbelo literally just runs into the guy screening and doesn't try to fight through it at all. Um, so so if Curbelo's guarding the other point guard you're going to see that a lot until he starts breaking through. And maybe, you know, maybe he was just slow last night. I don't know, but he's got to clean it up. Um, we did hold Mark Smith to four points on two of eight shooting. You know, that's yeah. solid. <laughs> uh, what did Brad say? <laughs> Underwood said, quote, Mark can really shoot it. Can he, though? <laughs> can he? <laughs> Can he shoot it? Maybe, maybe against teams like UTRGV, he can shoot it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then uh, I did see uh, Plummer was talking about Brad's uh, pep talk after the game. I just wanted to uh, throw this out there. Uh, coach told us a good message. He was right. He said, if life hits you, the weak are going to back down. They're going to quit. The strong are going to respond. They're going to find a way to respond. They're going to find a way to learn from their mistakes and keep fighting. That's why they call us the Fighting Illini. We're always going to fight. Seems a little dramatic, does it not? I love it. I love it. Could you imagine Brad hollering that at you? A little dramatic for me. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) Last thing, uh, Underwood said that he enjoys getting dinged early in the season, and uh, he doesn't just want to play by games. By games. Um, if you don't know what buy games are, they are U T G R V U. 
Um, and I don't know if he like he says this, but it's not like I mean, you're gonna play a multi-team event depending on who invites you, right? Um, so he doesn't really have a choice in that. Um, the only scheduled game that's not a Gavit game or the ACC is Arizona, and I believe Arizona was supposed to be one Last there, year. one there, and one here, and then it's yeah. done. So we'll see, see, uh, if we don't really have any buy games because UTRGV and then FAMU, and then there's one more, right? That's St. Francis, Pennsylvania, St. Francis, yeah. So I don't know. It seems like seems like Illinois is playing plenty of buy games. He but enjoys getting dinged up, huh? He enjoys it, he said. So. Well, uh, let me just say this about Mark Smith real quick. Um, <laughs> how about the fact that he pulls up from like 30 <laughs> feet and not even close and then gets pulled out and like barely plays up to that? Yeah. Great move by Bruce. Great move. Probably he's realizing why the hell is this guy on my team? Because he stinks. <laughs> he's thinking, man, this guy's trying to force everything to prove to Illinois they lost somebody good. Yeah. yeah. When every time he plays against yeah. Illinois, even though he's been on the winning side multiple times, he does nothing. Yeah. I guess the biggest takeaway from this is uh, we can keep doing watch parties because we're not the jinx, yep. right? Yep, we dealt with the same thing last season. You know, they lost to Missouri when we were doing one. They lost to Ohio they lost State. like the first three. They lost to Maryland. They? Yeah. <laughs> then, then we were like, okay, we'll do one against Penn State because they'll probably win that. And they did. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess we'll go to the game tomorrow, which UT RGV. I'm not going to, you know, say anything else other than that. Uh, number 14, Illinois, who will not be that next week. Uh, but do I they think stay that, ranked? I think you, they I do. I think you said they do. I think like they'll be 24, 24. or 25. Okay. I, I, mean, I mean, Cincinnati fair. Cincinnati played really well against Arkansas. Probably Cincinnati should. had a chance to beat Arkansas. There were some questionable uh, calls for the must bus down the stretch. Yeah, I agree. But that's usually what happens when that's that type of game. In close games, right? Ranked teams probably going to get the calls, you would think. Yeah. Uh, but uh, another Big Ten Plus game for some reason, which is just ridiculous. Is this the last um, one, or is the St. Francis game a Big Ten Plus game? That's those. That's TBD. I think the other uh, two okay. buy games, uh, the other two buy games against bad teams are TBD, which probably means Big Ten Network or Big Ten Plus. I just got to know if I got to spend another 10 bucks on this stuff. Well, the end of December, a couple seasons ago, they played North Carolina A&T, and that was on ESPNU, so maybe we'll get lucky with that. Okay. I mean, throw right. them on ESPN News. What the heck? Yeah, why not? They got nothing else going on over there. <laughs> It's the only time anybody watches it if there's any games on there. Uh, it's safe to say that UTGRV, RGV, nope. damn it, <laughs> nope, <laughs> is one of the three worst teams that Illinois is going to play. They are bad. Uh, they're worse than Arkansas State. I don't think they're worse than Jackson State, but it's not good. Uh, they do have a four and two record, which you know, take that. You know, they played two D3 teams that they beat. They beat uh, Texas A&M International. Is that what that is, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. They beat them like. by 15, and they beat a school called Paul Quinn. I don't know if that was just one guy. Just a guy started a school. <laughs> they won by 17. Maybe it was just one guy playing named Paul Quinn. Uh, then they beat Northern Arizona, who's number 316 on Ken Palm. They beat them by two and then lost to them by two. And then here's a good win. Five-point win over Cal State Fullerton, who's number 194. Uh, then their losses, they lost by 54 to Arizona. So, okay. 
Yeah, that's more us. Uh, it's more our speed. And they did lose Northern Arizona. So a bad loss, a decent win. Number 288 offensive efficiency, 294 defense. So they're not anything to be too worried about. I mean, I don't know. Should just roll into this, win by 30, go home, right? You would think so, yeah. And the freshmen will actually get to play. So congrats to them. Yeah. It's goodies back, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> But they have, they have a number – they're number 194 in record quality on Haslametrics, which is interesting. It's that's pretty a, high. That's a stat. And it's weird because they beat two D3 teams. I guess Cal State Fullerton really swung them in the right direction and a good loss to Arizona. But Northern Arizona is not a good loss, but whatever. Uh, they're just not very efficient. They're ranked in the 280s on most shooting percentage categories versus the average power, of course. But uh, – Yeah. Yeah, they're not they're not uh not very good. So I think that's fair to say. Your thoughts on them? Well, they don't look uh overly big. Uh, six nine. Yeah. I don't know if you're gonna go into this lineup though. Well, but, there's a uh, six nine freshman, you know. I feel like yeah. that's gonna be I feel like Kofi's gonna play about twenty minutes and have about twenty points and twenty yeah. rebounds. Yeah, I I mean this is just kind of the game you play after you you play a couple good teams. Get you warmed and, up for Notre Dame. Hopefully, you don't come out flat against Notre Dame after playing this game, though. That's it's my worry. You would think um, that a team like this, for Illinois with Kofi back, there would be a zero percent chance that they lose to a team like this. You know, right? I mean, that's they have no chance to defend them. So right. that's kind of a big factor. Uh, their lineup projected is uh, guard Mike Adunwumi. Out of wound me. That seems right. Seems right. Nailed it. 6'5, 205, 9.7 rebounds. Uh, he transferred from Houston to SIUE to UTRGV. Okay. So he's made some moves. So he's got not going to have to play in the. Got a uh, lot of transfers, huh? That's usually how these work. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Nelson, 6'1, 170, 13 points, two rebounds, four assists. Weber State transfer. Uh, Justin Johnson, 6'6", 185, 17.6 rebounds. He's a Southern Miss transfer. And Merrick Nelson, 6'7", 208.3 rebounds, Western Kentucky transfer. And then uh, Dante Houston Jr., 6'9", 215, 7 rebounds, 7 points, 2 rebounds, damn it. Uh, he's a freshman. So, yeah. Uh, they're not very experienced together, and they're transfers. Yeah. Yeah, I think Kofi should just – feast on these guys is what it looks like it should be a stat um, batting game for him and yeah and hopefully it opens up you know some of these guys to get some shots up and and get their their flow back because granison you know, will have 15 plus points confirmed just yeah. now um just beside you know besides uh kofi and and uh plumber last game i mean the shooting wasn't spectacular you know granison Granison just seems to find ways to score, and he, and he scores at a high percentage. Um, but, you know, the other guys, hopefully DeMonte can get some some reps in, get his shot back, uh, some open looks, and, and get some confidence because I, I feel like that's what he's missing right now is because when he is open, he's not taking them. Um, so, and, you know, Coleman Hawkins probably going to have like six dunks, flex his muscles a lot. When they're up by a 70. Um, <laughs> this is a Grandison game because kickouts to threes and easy cuts to the rim 
Yeah, like you got, he's gonna you, score. You gotta think this team's gonna quadruple team Kofi down low. So uh hopefully I mean hopefully this is just a good uh, scrimmage game type thing where Illinois can work on the things they need to work on and they don't have to worry about, you know, getting beat by good teams. There are some worrisome stats for Illinois uh, that I'm about to hear uh, list here, but real quick, uh, Ricky Nelson and Justin Johnson both played 40 minutes in their last game. They only wrote, they only had seven guys play. So that can't be good for them. Uh, Illinois is now number 40 on Haslametric, so it's much more reactionary, uh, which oh, I think yeah. is... Well, yeah, especially when the guy that runs it says, you want to watch some shit basketball Illinois is on right now. Well, I feel like it's all numbers-based. <laughs> he doesn't put his opinion on where he ranks teams. But, I know. I know. Um, yeah, he was right about that. But He was right. That was some... I think they should be more in the mid-20s, but it's metrics-based, and I think these stats that I'm about to list, which are... Uh, not on, they're not their Ken Palm stats, but they're very similar in Haslametrics, which really hurts Illinois uh, in those numbers. But they're still number 12 on Ken Palm. On Ken Palm as well, they're 37th offensive efficiency, third defensive efficiency. I, I don't know who passed them up. Uh, I'm trying to, is it Memphis? Yeah, Memphis and Houston. So right. or actually, Illinois is now number four after yesterday's update. Michigan what's, State's three. What's Gonzaga? Gonzaga is seventh, which is, I mean, Gonzaga That's defensively, surprising. but defensively they didn't really dominate a game until UCLA. That's true. That's true. Like they gave up like 74 to Texas, which is not bad, but they still won the game by 12. But yeah. Uh, so Memphis and Houston, I hate to admit it, folks, but Memphis is good. Uh, very good. But the, those <laughs> two American athletic conference teams leading in defensive efficiency, that is something. Uh, but yeah. other stats that are bad. Three-point percentage, Illinois is number 195. Two-point percentage are number 220. Free throw percentage number 312. And steal percentage number 314. Steal percentage, 314, huh? Yeah, it's bad. It's how are, bad. So how are they three or four in defense efficiency? Well. Is it still accounting last year? It can't, right? I mean, I guess it has to because you got to have a baseline to start, right? Well, I think the steal percentage stat that I listed was an offensive stat about how often the ball gets stolen from, from them. them. But <laughs> okay, defensively, so that's they're a turnover stat, is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, defensively, they're number 155. 314. I'm surprised they're not last. The reason, a big reason why they are uh, number four defensive efficiency is because they're two point percentage, they're 30th and two point percentage against, and 86th and three point percentage against. They're uh, 25th in effective field goal uh, percentage against and 34th in offensive rebounds. So they don't allow very many offensive rebounds, and they're fifth in offensive rebounds percentage for their offense. Illinois has. So that helps them. Illinois has a total of 90 turnovers so far, and their opponent has 68. Yikes. Yeah. But uh, often, I mean, you know, offensively, they are struggling to uh, be efficient. I mean, they're average. They got to be averaging like 18 a game. Well, 90 divided by five, right? Yep. 71 points, 92 points, 66 points, 51 points, 72 points. So very up and down yeah, offense. They're averaging but I think, eight, 18 turnovers a game is their average right now. That yeah, that's un- good. unreal. I mean, that's well, unreal, right? Yeah. I mean, that is awful. 
So they had 18 Awful. against K-State. 18 against K-State, uh, 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 14 against Cincinnati. So the game they looked the worst, they had only 14, which is interesting. Marquette, they had, uh, you know, 26 casually. Uh, Arkansas State, they had 13. And Jackson State, they had 19. So, I mean, that they only won the turnover battle against Jackson State by one. So that doesn't seem very How promising. About team leaders, you ready for this? Oh, God. Jacob Grandison leading the team with 10.8 points a game. DeMonte Williams leading in rebounds, 7.4 a game. Andre Cabrello assists, 5.5. Steals is your boy, Coleman Hawkins, with 1.6. And blocks is your boy, Coleman Hawkins, with 1.2. It's been five games. <laughs> Just yeah. Illinois is 101st in adjusted tempo. I, I, assume, I assume those stats don't include Kofi because he hasn't played enough games. Because Kofi is averaging 20.5 points a game and 10 rebounds. So, uh, 101st in adjusted tempo. Average possession length. Number two fifty-seven on offense, number thirty on defense. So a lot of their defensive numbers kind of save them for them. I think the big reason why they are number uh, twelve on there is because of their defense. But yeah. which is weird because Michigan State is number twenty on Ken Palm, but they're third in defensive efficiency. But uh, so yeah, so you got a few games here to end the month, or a couple games. UT RGV will be the next one. Big Ten Plus shout out. Uh, what is the Notre Dame game? I know you're going to be there. Is that ESPN2, I think? Uh, I'll find this out. Probably. Why didn't it say, damn it? Uh, uh, ESPN2. Nailed it. 8 o'clock. Interesting. Yeah, late game. I'm just going to take a quick quick peek at the uh, Big Ten ACC Challenge just because I think we have a better feel. I think we should go around the Big Ten after we do these predictions. So let's do the predictions real quick for this game. UT, RGV, Illinois, uh, you have them winning by a lot. I have them winning by a lot. You are yeah. overly confident in the offense. Again, I'm close to being overly confident in the offense. Yeah, uh, I think Illinois is going to put 93 up. I think they're going to hit the 90s. Uh, this team is not good, and Illinois needs to make them look bad, okay? Uh Illinois 93, UTRGV 65. I think both of us are over over hyping their offense. I don't think they score 60 points, but I'm just going to go with it. That's I'll true. say 88-60, Illinois wins by 28. And I think Kofi has like 23 points. I think Grandison has like 15. I think Plummer is probably going to go like one for eight in this game just because that's usually how that works. My but big they prediction, don't need him to do it. DeMonte three threes. I can see it. I can see it. Uh, so that's the prediction. You know, we've been incredibly accurate with these. We've picked them to win yeah, every we've time. Been, been so close, so many times. But what can you do? What can you do? Um, all right, let's do a couple things here. Talk about the Big Ten because I think this is a, a bit of importance um, in terms of what we've seen. I think we've learned a lot about the Big Ten, but I also think that there's a lot of overreactions. You know, like Michigan's going to be fine. I think um, I think that's a big factor. I think Illinois is going to be fine. I think what we've learned is Purdue is the best team in the conference. 
and there really isn't anybody else close right now. I think there's teams that have been better than we expected. I think there's been teams that have been worse than we expected. I think Wisconsin's been better than expected winning the Maui Invitational, uh, beating Houston. Very impressive. But I don't know. The uh, Big Ten ACC Challenge on – apparently there's only – how is there only two games on Monday for the – what? What? (laughs) There's only two games on Monday for the Big Ten ACC Challenge. Seems low, does it not? Uh, yeah. We got Notre Dame and Illinois and Iowa, Virginia. So Virginia is not good, um, but Iowa doesn't. I mean, Iowa. Listen to Iowa's schedule. Tuesday, there's six games. <laughs> So. There you go. That makes no sense how they did that. Uh, yeah. Iowa, Iowa beat Longwood, Kansas City, North Carolina Central. I don't even know who the hell this school is. Mm-hmm. Alabama State, Western Michigan. And they're scoring a ton of points. So they've played nobody. Yeah. For good like, reason, right? Is, I mean, is Fran serious with the schedule? This schedule's a joke. I mean, obviously he's going to have a – what a joke of a schedule! At least they played. Good. At least they got destroyed by Gonzaga last season in non-conference. Man, that's an embarrassing schedule. Can't expect much from the loser that is Fran, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so, and then Tuesday, Indiana, Syracuse, Minnesota, Pitt, Florida State, Purdue, Northwestern, Wake Forest, Clemson, Rutgers, Duke, Ohio State. Like this is just brutal scheduling. It really is. I mean, the thing is, like. The, the ACC's down. I'd say the Big Ten's looks down to start. Um, so it, it doesn't surprise me that it looks bad on paper, but we said the same thing about the gap of games, and all those games were good except one. So, Yeah, I mean, I think that the Big Ten should win this. I think they'll get back on track. And also, um, Indiana schedule's a joke, too. Like, Indiana hasn't even played a, a true home game or true road <laughs> game yet. I, I saw that uh, – it was on Facebook or something that uh, CBS Sports or something shared that uh, Indiana and uh, Purdue are 3-0 against uh, Power 5 conferences or whatever, and they said the rest of the Big Ten, 6-10. And, and it's like, how is it – how do you even put Indiana in that? Like, they literally played St. John's. <laughs> yeah. Like, at least Purdue beat teams. Let's calm down here. Purdue, Florida State should be good Tuesday. Yeah, I mean the thing is though, Florida State almost lost to BU last night. That's yeah, but Florida State's cool. not what they were a couple. Of they have ago. length, right? Florida State still got. They always length. do, yeah, yeah. But I still think Purdue probably wins that game by fifteen, unless they have a down game. But yeah, Indiana's played Eastern Michigan. They won by six. Northern Illinois, they beat St. John's by two after St. John's, one of their starters, got thrown out in the first half. Mm-hmm. They beat Louisiana and they beat Jackson State. So yeah. they're, and they're not scoring very many points either. They scored 80 points once. And with that schedule, you should score 80 points every game. 70 points against Jackson State. Seriously? Didn't Illinois score what? Nine? Uh, Illinois only scored 71 against them as well. But guess what? Kofi wasn't there. It doesn't count. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. Just a quick prediction for everybody because I know they're interested in this. Uh, Virginia, who's terrible, I think Iowa beats Virginia. I'm going to say it. Uh, Illinois beats Notre Dame. 
That's two nothing. Indiana beats Syracuse three nothing. Minnesota, they're five and zero. Oh. Are they actually good? I don't know. Pittsburgh is an even bigger disaster. So <laughs> that's four. Purdue five. Uh, I'll say Wake Forest beats Northwestern. I'll say, oh boy, this is a rematch from the tournament last season. Clemson Rutgers. Clemson's good at blowing games. Rutgers looks terrible. I'll take Clemson. And then I think Duke beats Ohio State by 20. Ohio State, that was a crazy game last night. They lose on a deep three buzzer beater by Tyree Appleby. I did not see it. Florida beats them. Yeah. Yeah, Ohio State looked like they were going to win that game, but they did not. So <laughs> the Big Ten, though, uh, it's it's going to be fine. I know Michigan struggled with Tarleton State last night. <laughs> but. Did. That is that's very bad, but I mean, it's it's Purdue and then everybody else. I mean, I feel like yeah, it definitely do that. That might be the case. Yeah, Wisconsin and Iowa and Indiana are all undefeated or whatever. So, or Wisconsin does did Wisconsin lose? Indiana, Iowa, Minnesota, Purdue all undefeated. Wisconsin lost. Uh, they lose to who the hell? They lose to. They lost uh, to Providence. They lose the Gavigate. They lost to Providence, yeah. So but they made up for it by beating Houston and St. Mary's. Correct. Did, Correct. did you stay up till 2 30 a.m. watching Santa Clara Fresno State last night? No, I was in I was asleep by 9 30 last night. <laughs> Santa Clara Fresno State was a that. sweet game. It was a sweet was game. Exhausted. So sweet I didn't watch game. any basketball last night. Except for I watched the early games. I uh, watched till until Michigan kind of got away from Tarleton State, and then uh, I went to bed. So big turkey day today, you know. Got to rest up for the turkey. Yeah, let me just uh, let me just make a quick switch to my fantasy team here, so I can close this out. All right. So that'll do for us, I suppose. Uh, episode eighty. Well, we're gonna reach hundred very 80. soon, folks. Episode 80 would be 20 away year. from 100. It would be. And yeah, I think – Quick I math. It's very Genius. quick. I don't know when we're going to do episode 80. I mean – Sunday. Sunday night or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll Sunday. preview the Notre Dame game. And then I don't even know who they play after Notre Dame. I guess it's Rutgers. Yeah. That Rutgers weekend. Friday, right? So, yeah. All right. That'll do it for us. And we'll uh, see you for episode play, 80. Early Big Ten play. Early Big Ten play. They got Rutgers and Iowa and – Iowa's gonna they got it. They come on, please. No chance. Uh Iowa plays a cupcake schedule, they stink. Uh okay, bye. <laughs> Episode 80. Come your way. Late end of this week. Okay. Yes.